We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Check out the sponsor, Taver, T-A-V-O-U-R. Only get what you want. You have total control. This isn't a beer of the month club. It's a holy shit watch me experience every brew pub there is community. You decide what you want. We deliver it for you for a flat rate fee, regardless of how much you buy. Free to sign up and so much damn fun to drink. I'll be honest with you guys. As you know, very transparent with my audience. I love Taver. Taver is absolutely ridiculous. So much beer as a big IPA guy. I get beers from all over the country. Over 600 independent breweries all across the U.S. Signing up for Taver is free. Download the app. And when you download the app, there is no obligation to purchase anything. And shipping is only $14.90 no matter how many bottles or cans are in your crate. If you guys go and download the app today and enter the promo code VETERAN, that is V-E-T-E-R-A-N, you will get $10 in cold hard beard cash to use on the app after you spend $25. Again, free to sign up using the promo code veteran to get ten dollars today's episode we're going to recap the week four slate of the national football league and i got two of my buddies my friend solomon and sam who i play touch football with on sundays went to high school with played football with and you know we had a really fun weekend over the weekend at dr jen welter's football camp their high school Girls, high school football coaches, flag football. It's an up-and-coming sport in New York. We kind of touch on that, and we run through this slate. And also, at the tail end, it's the People's Podcast, baby, and we answer some of your questions. So sit back, relax, have yourself a nice beer, hopefully from Taver, supporting sponsor of Veterans Minimum, and we will catch you on the Thursday pod once again. You know the vibes.
yes. Welcome, everybody, back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick the Lamb. At Veterans Minimum was where you could find the show. Today, I got two special guests. One, one person, I knew as the phone goes off, of course, very professional of me. One person I knew from way back in the day, junior high school days, my guy Solomon. Solomon, what's good? Hey, what's going on? Solomon and I grew up together, 141, and then uh, kind of went our own ways into high school. And then he met this guy over here, my guy Sam on the other end. Sam, what up? What's going on? How we doing? Sam and Solomon. Uh, I don't think Solomon hated me growing up until he <laughs> went to LIC. Because we went to we went to our rival our rival schools, guys. As I've I mentioned this before, and it's funny that you guys are on now because I've told this story in the past. How um, I actually got concussed when we played you guys. Hmm. I got I got hit late. I got hit late. Who was it? Who was it? It was Alan. Oh, okay. That's, that makes sense. That's, that's psychopath. <laughs> yeah. So I got hit late, and they used to play on the field, guys. That was It was basically concrete. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was, yeah, <laughs> with, it was probably one of the worst fields. With like, a, with a bed sheet so covering over it. That shit sucked so much balls, man. That yeah. was awful. I don't know how they let you guys go on that. So I get hit, and, and you're, you guys used to have your gate. And the gate was kind of elevated a little bit, and there was like the cement block underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I exactly. and I got hit late, out of bounds, and yeah, I don't remember the next like two minutes for real. Like I don't know if there was a flag, I don't know nothing. I just remember my head hit the bottom of that, and I got up and I went over to your coach, Agresti, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yo, coach, what's the next play?" He's like, "He's like, Nikki, you all right?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I look around, I see Chewy, I see Dom." I was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> and then oh, I was damn. just like, "Oh, all right." And then I just went over to the other sideline. So I'm pretty sure I had a concussion in that yeah. game, without a doubt. Because I've never felt that way before playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that if you've played on that field, you there's a good chance you've had a concussion. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, that field, I, I'm pretty sure, actually, after we left, that, like, you know, graduated high school in 2009, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're all the yeah. same age, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So after we graduated, I'm pretty sure that field got like condemned like two years later. Like, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> like it should it should have been like probably five years before we even got into school. Like, uh, but you know it was one of those like all right, this is our home field. Like Embrace nobody it. wants to come here and play here. Right? Hell so yeah, it's like, no, uh, dude. I remember that whole week, man. And from talking to other people that went to played high school for or any sport, yeah, they're like, yo, we hate fucking playing at LIC because that shit is whack. Like, yo. It wasn't even AstroTurf. Like, AstroTurf nah, was better yeah. than that. Yeah, it was worn better. down carpet, green carpet on concrete. Yeah. It, it, it once was AstroTurf, I think. Yeah, like, you know time. what I mean? But then, I don't, you know, I, there's a there's a, there's a a time limit on those things. So, yeah. it's like, it just got, you know, warped over the years. And then, like, between, like, you know, people breaking into the field and playing on it, it had way too much usage on it, probably. So, but yeah, I loved that field, though. Man, listen, that I feel like you guys surviving that field made you guys... Uh, the people you are today because that shit was not fun i remember that whole week leading up to it i know we're going down a stroll in memory lane but solomon you're talking about like battle wounds and shit like you got you got a uh, carpet burn on yeah, that for no, sure you get you. you get a turf burn on there and you get it for the rest of the season that it doesn't go away and some of them are so bad you get scarred for life with it yeah i still ha- oh. i still have a couple of, like that are just like bad they're, they're still on me like i still have the scars from that from that field but, yeah, I wouldn't trade that field for anything, though. I love that field. <laughs> well, you're a psychopath, yeah. if that's the case. Because, <laughs> yo, when I drove by to pick you guys up, I told Solomon, I was like, yo, I haven't been past LIC mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. And and I saw that. Now it looks 
sensational. Yeah. yeah. So actually, the the Jets, the Jets right? actually paid for the entire field. They redid the entire thing, and it, it looks gorgeous. Nice. I have like some so really nice. cool pictures that we took from a drone. You see, like the whole thing. I don't, you know, it's just it's nuts. And I look at it, uh, and I actually coached there for a year. And I used to be out there and be like, man, you guys don't know. Yeah. Like, you don't know what I've been through. Sucking like an old timer. Yeah. Like back in my day. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole different a whole different experience. Yeah, man. And, you know, for everyone listening, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Go outside on concrete and put put a bed sheet out there. <laughs> <laughs> you might be better off falling on that the way you were falling on LIC. But True. so what do you guys what do you guys do now? Actually, you guys went on and played at Cortland. Mm-hmm. Right, which is also cool because we got we got some we got a people's podcast here, so we got some interesting questions. You played receiver and DB, right, Sam? So in high school, it was receiver DB, and then once I got to college, it just became like slot receiver. Yeah. And then would you, you? Yeah, just receiver the whole time. So yeah, I played in high school, then went to community college first, JUCO, and then transferred to Cortland. It was you that was telling me about the JUCO story where you saw some kid and he was like 6'4", oh yeah, yeah. So I was super tiny coming out of high school, probably like 120. And I was just like, I just really wanted to play football. So I was like, all right. Went to Hudson Valley Community College just thinking it's a two-year school. Didn't know anything about JUCOs. Went there, <laughs> meeting a few guys like in their orientation. Everybody was trying out, about like 100-something people. Uh, and there was like the 6'4", like 240 guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, this guy's like a D, D-end or something, playing a linebacker or some shit like that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what position you play? What do you do? He's like, I play receiver. I was like, what? And I was like, God <laughs> damn, this guy plays receiver? I was like, fuck, it's about to be a rough <laughs> camp right here. <laughs> And then, yeah, but it worked out. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually went, like, a similar path as him. I was, you know, I went to JUCO first. I was do at you Alfred remember State. we played each other? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do remember that. But where'd you go, Alfred? I went to Alfred State. Yeah, yeah and I, I, went, I went to Buff State, man. Yeah. And it was, like, the, the JV thing. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, we went over there and we saw it. And I don't think I remember. I didn't know you were on the team. Yeah, I think, I know, I think I, like, kind of knew you were on the team, but probably just through, like, I mean, at that time, it was probably MySpace. But MySpace and <laughs> but, Facebook, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, so so I was like, you know, I kind of knew you were going to be there. I thought you were going to be there. I wasn't too sure. And then and then we saw each other, and I was like, oh, shoot, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. And, yeah. and yo, tell me now, isn't it a, a different bond than when you guys go away and you see kids from the city? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, yeah. that's my guy. Yeah. City guy, city guy. That's actually funny. Like, you yo, you're not that. from New York? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All those upstate people. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I went to uh, play at Alfred, though, right? You know, I'm there and, like, I was going to be like, all right, I'm here. I'm like, I got to be about my business, right? I'm here studying playbook, like, not speaking to anybody. Right. And then, uh, you know, and then, like, one of my friends who who ends up becoming, like, one of my closest friends, like, even to this day, this dude, Ben, he comes up to me. He's like, yo, man. He's like, you went to LIC? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I played at Boys and Girls. And then I looked at him and I was like, ah, we beat you. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then like after that, we just became tight. And it was just like, yeah, there's just like this certain type of like city bond. It's like, yeah, you know. And I also, I think a big part of the reason is is because like, you know, even like our coaches would they would shit on us because like New York City football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. City yeah, football. Yeah, They'd sure. be like, oh yeah, New York City, and I'd be like, yeah, all right, like yeah, you guys got linemen, but I was like, but our skills are just as good, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. I've talked about this many times. How mm-hmm. I think I think New York City just in general gets slept on because we don't really have like what would you say New York's main? You guys are in the like school system. You guys coach in public schools. So, what would you say is the one thing that New York City schools are known for? Like, what's like their sport? 
oh basketball, basketball yeah for yeah sure. right i mean but it, it here's the reason right it's like so basketball it's like why why are New York City schools known for basketball? Because there's a basketball court on every other corner. Right. And also right? every school has a gym. Yeah. To every basketball, school has a gym so. too, right? And Not every guess school what? has a field. Like basketball is a relatively cheap sport. Compared yeah. to the other. Right? Right. Here's a ball. <laughs> you got it. Right. Yeah. Like that's it. You have the hoop and that's it. That's yeah. all you need. Right. So, you know, football, it's like I think like each player ends up being like close to five hundred dollars, like, you know, just on uniform. You know, and that's before everything else. I, I like, you know, so before having to get buses, you know, you got, you know, 50 kids on a team, uh, it ends up being expensive. So, and then just, you know, how many football fields do you, I like, even with your school, right? Like you guys had like a field in the back, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like yeah. a regulation size field. We had the most fucked up field ever, son. <laughs> like, like actually, you're, yeah. we, we, we had, we had a nice <laughs> surface. So when you fell down on the field, it didn't hurt. But we had like, it was, it was 84 yards from out of bounds to out of bounds. Like for, cause it was built for girls softball. Okay. That's why it was really built for, because um, Bryan High School had a really good softball team back in the day, and the guy who was the coach there had like all these connects with like MLB and the NCAA yeah. and stuff. So we never played our home games behind our school, which mm -hmm. was pretty dope that you guys had that because yeah. like yo, we have a home game we're playing here. Our home games were in Flushing, so it was like really far. Yeah. But for everyone listening to this that's out of state, you guys are probably like, what the fuck were they like <laughs> playing? You know, because. Dude, I remember when I went to Buffalo and, and I was telling people, like, yeah, you know, the biggest game I played and we played John Adams. It was their homecoming. They had, like, 2,500 people there. It was, yeah. it was lit, you know? Yeah. But then, and even when we, when Brian played LIC, the bleacher was all filled up, too, because it was, like, the rivalry right, game. Like, yeah, our yeah, schools are on the same avenue. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the front of your school is yeah. on, on Broadway and the back of our school is on Broadway. So it was always, like, you know, the two Astoria schools going at it and yeah, whatnot. Mm -hmm. For sure. And... It was packed, and I was like, "Yeah, that was like that's it. Like, yo, our games to get like five, six thousand people. I was like, dude, no way. Like on a regular, yeah, on a regular. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you were telling me about that. How like when you went to you guys, well, you guys played receivers, and well, you guys played for the Cortland team, mm -hmm. D three, D three, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like people were telling you that you play with Solomon. Tell me, tell total people what you told me about how like the the kids on your team were saying how either their school was better than like oh Cortland yeah, the facilities, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Um, when we got to the facilities, I'm like, damn, this is nice. They got trainers, all this stuff, you know, all different positions. You get people to massage you out. You got, uh, you know, all this, this is facilities. And then these kids had won like, uh, state championships in New Jersey. And they were saying that their high school facilities were way better than Cortland's. And I was like, what? I'm like, this is the best thing that I've ever seen <laughs> with the ice baths and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, I was not used to all, any of that. Similar trend here. Actually, the, uh. So, like we said, you know, our new football field at our high school was donated by the Jets, and so was the Cortland's like whole facility because oh, the Jets, they, Jets the training camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was pretty cool. And like, that stadium uh, is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that those those games were nuts. So I, yeah. I at least, you know, and and even at like when I went to Alfred, which was like literally in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you know, yeah, when going there, it was like, man, we got. I have a practice field and a, <laughs> and a field. Like there are two different types of fields. We got. Like this is a whole different like you know ballpark. You know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers, the hockey team, they trained at Buff State's hockey rink. Mm -hmm. It was voted like the best hockey rink in the whole like Northeast. And also, oh man, I'm, the, the name of the school is escaping me. I want to say it's Canisius, but I don't know if that's right. But 
there is a, there's a D1 hockey school up there, and mm-hmm. they play their home games at Buff State too. So the at the time, it was the HSBC Center in Buffalo. That was the arena where the Sabres played and shit. But anytime there'd be a convention or, like, some political debate or, like, a fucking Green Day concert or some <laughs> shit, they would come and train. The Sabres would come and train there. So at the time, um, the goalie, Ryan Miller, was, like, a legendary goalie, played for Team USA also. He uh, he was just walking through, like, our like our food, um, the catering hall and shit. I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. hold on, what the hell is he doing there? And then, like, through the grapevines, everyone's like, yeah, man, the Sabres, they all train here and shit. So it was pretty cool. Got to meet some of them just, like, walking around and whatnot. Passing. But yeah. also well, donated a lot of money from the Sabres, similar to the Jets with with um, with um Cortland over there. But uh, last thing I want to move on for, because we did get a couple of questions for the People's Podcast. And, you know, we're about to run through week four, too. You know, Solomon and Sam, they watch football and whatnot. So we're just going to shoot this shit as we usually do. How different is it playing? Um, everyone always talks about the speed, right? Sure, yeah. Even like high school to college, um, yeah. And and more so for you guys because like you guys are actually like skill players. I yeah. I fucking kicked, which sucked. <laughs> so like, it looked fast, but being out on the field, I did some practice squad stuff because all the quarterbacks I got hurt for a little bit. So I had done like a little practice squad because mm-hmm. I was playing like, uh, rec league and stuff, and against some of the guys like intramurals mm-hmm. and. I'm not comparing myself to like intramural quarterback to to practice squad, but they were just like, yo, I was like, I could throw. I was like, tell coach I could throw. I know it's going to sound weird because I'm a kicker, but like, yeah. you know, I could, I could throw a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was fun. And even that was like a challenge. Like, yo, this shit is a lot faster. So how was that Solomon running routes against in college? I think um, for like, it took a weird route because high school was, it was fine. But like high school, like there's people who still don't know how to really play the position correctly um but then going to juco was like a huge like like it just time it went to a zero to 100 real quick right and so but then from juco to d3 i think it actually slowed down really yeah yeah yeah. because the the the, i see the best athletes that i've played with and against were in the whole juco area so when we played against like nassau yo every single yo i haven't seen the all those people there there was a few people there that could have went to the nfl I swear, oh, Sam played with somebody that went to the NFL yeah. and started on a team for a few years. But yeah, the best athletes that I've seen was when I was at Hudson Valley. And I even said that when we got to Cortland, I was like, yo, this is not like I was expecting. Not that I was expecting more, but it just made me realize like the intensity that I was at at Juco. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. You learn real quick that there's there's like levels to this shit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it really is. It's a fact. And uh, so similar to what Salman was saying, right? Like I had the same experience. It was when I got to Juco, it was like, what the fuck? I, I got like punched in the face and you can just see like, it's like, whoa, this speed is completely different. The dudes like, you know, I, you know, coming out of high school, you know, I was like, you know, top three fastest guys in the team. Right. But I'm also a pretty small dude. Right. And then it's like, oh, wait, now nah, this guy's, you know. This guy's too bigger thir- than you. Too and running faster than you. What the hell? Holy shit! Like, I gotta get some work in. Like you know. Yeah. Um, I would say that in my second year at JUCO though, like I, I felt like I was finally matching the the speed. It took me like about a year to actually really adjust to it. Um, and I think part of my uh my maturation was uh was I I always felt like I had a high football intelligence, and that kind of what like put me over the edge. Some of these dudes were just complete freaks mm-hmm. right and it was just like yeah no i'll never i'm not a freak right I, I you know what i mean and then i kind of realized like all right if i'm gonna i gotta figure out how to get open right and like when to get open and for me it was like all right play breaks down 
I'm smart enough to find the spot to get to, you know what I mean? And then make a play happen out of nothing, you know? So, uh, and then, you know, just like, it's like he said, when we got to, to Cortland and I, it was like, Oh, like, this is weird. Like now I, now I was like, you know, back one, again, yeah, top. Like, I was you like actually back, were the top. Yeah. Three I, was fastest. In the, I was in the top three, like fastest yeah. guys on the, on the squad. So yeah. it was just like, Oh, okay. I was already right back at it. I was like, all right, this is, this is different. And you know, like he was saying, I, I played with uh Rod Streeter, was, oh uh, shit! The yeah. wide receiver, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So you know, wait, where he was? He was at Alfred. He was um like uh the the guy uh on the Raiders for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like yeah for like a couple of years. He was like mm-hmm. the Raiders like number one dude, and uh yeah. So I played with him at Alfred, and the, the funniest thing about this whole thing, right, is like uh, like he went to Alfred, and then right after that first year, he went to Temple. Uh-huh. He had like a decent game, like decent like you know career at Temple, but they're mostly a running team anyway. Uh, but then in his bowl game, he had like three touchdowns and like went off. And then he was undrafted by uh, undrafted free agent and was picked up by the Raiders and, and had a pretty decent career and then bounced around. I think the last team he was on was uh, the Browns, you know, but he had bounced around from Raiders. But he had Niners, a good career, more longer yeah. than your average. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I think the average career is like, what, two years or something like that? Two, three years. Yeah, yeah roughly. He, he was probably there, probably a solid like seven or eight years no nah, I, de- I definitely yeah. know rod Streeter's name yeah 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 that's so, dope i didn't know that but yeah one of the things i was going to say though was that the funniest thing was like this is how you know there's levels to this i was looking around at guys on our team and i remember thinking like yeah streeter's good but he's not that good like right. he, he, he was dropping passes like you know what i mean i was like all right like you know what i mean like he's not that great and then you know, but it goes to show you like the quality of athlete that that's there. That I was looking around at other guys going like, but you know, Streeter was one of the guys that actually had everything together, mm-hmm. right? And like, yeah, he dropped a couple passes, but then those cat like drops became catches eventually. You know, and he had the intelligence and like you know was like the right head on his shoulders. That's what you see in JUCO. With, like, you know, uh, like, that's the biggest difference. Because um, like you know. Like uh, like last chance you mm-hmm. yeah I was yeah. just gonna bu- I was just gonna bring that up yeah those those that's real that's yeah, like that's yeah. real shit man like I've seen that happen like I've seen like four guys get kicked out for stealing bottles from a liquor store and it's yep. like you fucking idiot like mm-hmm. you know and it's just like but yeah it's literally as simple as that like I watched that show and I'm like uh, I know this all too brings well. back memories yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's pretty wild and for you to want to take the JUCO route you know that's not your end goal. You got to be a dog there, too, man, because you yeah. got to stand out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've noticed from guys that will come into Buff State or even just, like, through networking. It's like, yeah, I could tell that you were a Jugo kid. You, It's like a badge of honor. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. you're looked at, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but you're looked at differently. It's like, ah, you're a Jugo. You weren't good enough to go. It's like, nah, man, there's sometimes it's like, you know, this one kid that, because um, I ended up going to Nassau. I transferred from Buffalo. I went to, like, five different schools, man. Didn't get kicked out. I don't want to paint that picture but just like from transferring and shit and like i went to nassau and i had a i had a health class with someone like this kid was from south carolina mm-hmm. showed me his um uh, was it rivals or huddle yeah, show me his yeah, huddle tape yeah, mm-hmm. yo six four defensive tackle fucking beast but he had issues like character issues yeah you know i'll leave it at that and he's like yo man i ended up up here because like i had to leave south carolina it wasn't a good environment for me it's like you look at this kid. It's like, yo, you're gonna, you could play for South Carolina, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, yo, I had offers from Michigan, Texas, Texas A&M, but he's like, you know, just wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. The crowd I was with, you know, you are the company you keep, is what they say. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I was surrounded by bad people. Yeah. And I just sent them away. But it's like, you know, just because he's at a JUCO doesn't mean that 
Yeah, you can't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And even me, you know, um, I, I played with some kid. I think his name was Willie. He was a DB at Arkansas, like with, with Darren McFadden. Yeah. Right. He transferred to Buff State because his mom was sick. So he wanted to be closer to his family. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't go to Buffalo University, which was D1, because you'd have to sit out a year. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to sit out a year. So he went to, to D3. It's like an all-American track star, too. It's like you hear all these stories, and it's crazy. It's a tougher route, though, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, Might as well have sat out a year at that yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Especially going to Buffalo where it's yeah. cold as hell. No yeah. offense to my, my buff people. But, all right, let's get into some week four as we got to, uh, you know, kind of just run through the slate of games and whatnot. What would you say Solomon stood out to you just across the board, like what you watched week four? Like what teams What teams you into? Um, obviously the Giants. Well, yeah, like right. goes without saying, we're all Giant fans here. That's why I also have them on the podcast. <laughs> that's why I'm not a slander one thing, Jones. But uh, not nah, like how you, how you feeling about like the NFL? Do you think do you think it's the Pats and everyone else? Uh, yeah, as long as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are still together, I don't know. Like they just always find a way to continue to win and with whatever they got, you know. So yeah, I, I still believe it. They're and. They got Josh Gordon. Some they got him back. Uh, you know, looks like to be on the right, uh, right head on his shoulders now. So I don't think there's anything stopping them from going on another Super Bowl run, unless themselves. That's it, or injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. What did you think of that hit that uh, Josh Allen took? Um, kind of got popped. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. People, because like Burfick just got suspended for the year. Yeah, yeah. You saw yeah, that yeah, hit. Yeah, that yeah. guy. That guy's a. That guy's a psychopath, man. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like Josh Allen got hit pretty rough, and yo, not for nothing. I think Buffalo wins that game if he's in there. Yeah, I, you know, but Josh Allen's like he's a freaking tank though too, man. Like he's a uh, yeah, you know, and it's weird because you know, I, like I got a little, but you know, having gone to school in upstate New York, you know, it's like you get a little, you get a little love for Buffalo. Of right? course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. You know, I mean? like, and, you know, I have an irrational love for them, just like this. <laughs> I wish they were better. Yeah, so. So uh, yeah, so it, it's pretty cool, but I I, I do think uh, you know I don't think Buffalo is no joke, uh, especially with Josh Allen, you know. So it's a uh, it would be an interesting game if he had finished it out, uh, but it is what it is, right? I, that was a one score game, or yeah, 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 yeah sixteen yeah. ten, yeah. yeah. So I mean, look, it goes to show you, like, and they came back because New England was up like thirteen nothing, I think, pretty much the whole yeah. game. And, um, you know, I was calling it the pink dildo game. Mm-hmm. Remember that was the game where they threw the dildos yeah, on the yeah, field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, that you know that defense in Buffalo is no joke. I was super impressed with the defense more than anything because yeah. they had Brady go like four and, uh, four and out, three and out on three straight drives. They punted. And it's one of those things when you watch New England, you're like, damn, you know, you're actually going to punt? It's like one of those teams you just always think they're going to convert third downs mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and keep drives going. Yeah. And even yesterday, they had a 15-minute, no, a 15-play drive, and then uh, Brady threw the pick inside the five. Mm-hmm. So that's just a team where, you know, Matt Barkley came in, and I just felt like if Josh Allen would have finished that game, I think they might have won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or at least taking the lead, and then, you know, Brady probably doing his usual share with throwing from behind. Yeah. But yeah. How, do you, how do you guys feel? So, so you played receiver. You both played receiver, but you also played DB. You didn't play DB, no. right? How do you feel about hitting nowadays, man? Oh, well, I know you probably love it because you're a receiver. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, but you, you know me, I'm the kind of guy that's like, I like, like I like, it's like I said before, I'm a small guy, you know, 160 at best, <laughs> and uh, when I had to hit somebody, I had to go, you know, balls to the wall, like you had to I, throw your weight yeah, around, I had to yeah, throw everything I could, right? So 
for me, I think it would be really tough to, like, not, like, you know, hit somebody. And, like, yeah, I, it probably wasn't a good idea, but I would lead with my head off the you know. Um, but, look, I understand. Like, I get it. Especially, like, in the NFL's, like, perspective. It's like, all right, we got to protect the assets a little bit. Like, so it makes sense, but I don't know. It's weird. Like, uh, I'd like to see just more, like, I don't know. It's just weird, man. It, it's, you know. You think it's gotten a little too soft? Sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, especially surrounding like the quarterbacks, uh, you know, and, and like whatever, like, you know, I played slot receiver, right? So there was like this badge of honor of like going yeah. like, over the middle. I'm going over the middle gonna and say. I'm going to get rocked. Like I know I'm going to get rocked. And it's like now it's like, yeah, but you can't really say that anymore. Yeah. And it's like, all right. So I was going like, to say that one thing, like, even though I didn't play defense, like, that was the one thing that I did kind of like. I didn't like getting hit, but, like, when you got hit and held onto the ball and made the catch, you received mad respect from everybody, right? Even but, your uh, opponent, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, they were like, all right. And- yeah, yeah, he held on. He's good money. But, um, I under like I said, like, I, I agree with Sam right here. I understand, like, the rules that they're changing because they just want to keep everybody safer, right? It's We've seen, like, these concussions these injuries all the stuff that happens especially to people later on and you know some of them with the cte and all that stuff with their brain so it's for the best unfortunately we may not like you know we hardly ever see any big hits anymore right so like there's none of those highlights anymore but it's for the best what's best it's best for the for the health of the people yeah, players. But i love those highlights though <laughs> i'll still watch like you know i'll still throw on reggie one of those old ones smoked <laughs> yeah oh yeah with the eagles right <laughs> yeah. I'll still throw that out just for fun every now and then. Man, do you guys remember on on Monday Night Football they used to do the segment Jacked Up? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like people they got rid of that shit too. You can't have you can't have people seeing those hits. And what's funny is I had um I had my high school football coach on my defensive coordinator, Coach Hernandez. He's at Bayside now. He was telling me how he told me this like six years ago. Man, I went back to visit, and um, I was like, Yo, Coach, how you feel about all this hitting and shit? Like, what you know? about all that he's like man it's gonna suck for kids that are trying to get recruited and it really opened up my eyes because think about it man you play db right Mm -hmm. no one's getting impressed over head up wrap up at the waist Uh, textbook tackles it's like no what do you pop for people when you would watch when you guys and you guys listening at home right when you guys played high school football or college football wherever or even when you're watching on tv what gets the bar going what gets you and your friends going it's like a dude gets depleted, de- right? Yeah. And like the wow hit. It sets the tone. You know? Yeah. I was I was the opening play for like four people's highlight tapes at John Adams. <laughs> so I was getting leveled in that one game. But it's like, yo, that's what stands out. So that's why kids are throwing themselves over, like like you said, balls to the wall and whatnot. Because yeah. sure, textbook tackling is great, but it doesn't pop. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, kind of what you were saying, though, it's like also like, you know, if you, you know, a big hit is like one it's it could be demoralizing for for the team that's like you know they got a big hit on themselves right but like if you're the team that delivered the big hit mm-hmm. now it's like oh okay boom Hyped we can hit these guys yeah. and then you know something like you know the energy gets up right and you know i you know you've seen it everybody's seen it like you know if you played the game big hit happens oh okay now offense goes on and they just scored a touchdown it's like oh all it's right. a momentum yeah it's a swing also yeah. you put fear in the offense, yeah. it's like, oh damn, I don't go over the middle no more. Yeah, yeah watch yeah. out for number twelve. Yeah, watch out for that number guy. Number twenty, yeah. I should say, because twelve so is a plays DB a part number. in the mental game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, you know, it 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 does take a little bit away from the chess game that is football. Like you know, 
but it is what it is. I you know I you know because you know I've been coaching now for a long time. Uh, I didn't even mention that. Yeah, you guys do the girls flag football. Right? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, mm-hmm. we coach girls flag football at uh, Martin Luther King Junior High School. And what's dope is I remember you told me this like two years ago when you guys first got into it. How this might become a a college sport one mm-hmm. day for girls, right? Hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, God willing, and then you know, boom, we're already in there. Oh, I got six years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, coach, yeah. the, the New York, so, whatever. Nah, man, <laughs> yo, that, that'll that'll go a long way for sure. And yeah. I, and you know, we had an awesome weekend. I don't want to give it away because I want it to happen first. But I'm gonna have a very special guest on in the near future. And yeah, the the future seems bright for yeah, that. It's, it's yeah. growing. It's growing. Yeah, right. Like, you know, is is definitely think, growing. Well, and what's the thing? We they went from like in their first year. I don't know. I don't, these numbers are not correct, but it was something like 20 teams. And now we have like, what, like there's like almost yeah. 50 teams now. Yeah. No, I think there's like, there's like, uh, no, it went. So you're, you're close. It was like, I think it started off. There was like 13 teams in New York city. For the whole, and now yeah. we're like up to like 70 and oh, like within oh, two shit. divisions. Mm-hmm. And we actually, New York city itself has the largest, um, flag football league in the country. Uh, but like, I would say that Florida is probably the yeah, best. Yeah, Florida is number one. Florida is yeah. the best in everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they could do it year round. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I went. Oh, I was telling Solomon, I went to Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl in in oh nine. Oh, yeah, it was the high school year. team, right? Yeah, it's yo, high dude, school field. Across the street from the hotel, like down the road, the football team is doing like I guess a winter practice because I mean it's February, <laughs> so it can't be spring yeah. practice. And those fucking guys have a red turf field. Yeah. Like, and like the facility is out of control and they're like 80 people deep. Now, I don't know about LIC, but how many people would you guys have come out for the team? Oh, I mean, well, I, luckily, well, we were there because there's still one whole school and we had like 4,700 students. Well, so it was a huge. School. I know we had that many, too, but yeah. we would as the years went on, like my first year, we actually had a tryout like my sophomore year. Oh, but well, then yeah. after we that, did, we, did lose, like, we lost the JV team. But um, was that due to? I think that was due not to, enough to, people. Yeah, not enough people. Oh, that that didn't right. happen until that actually we lost the JV program before I got to school. But then it came. So back. We came in. It was just varsity. Yeah, yeah. It came back like later on, like mm-hmm. a couple years later. But by that time, we were already what juniors or seniors yeah. at that point. And um, yeah, no, yeah. So it it was weird. But we would have, I would say, on our team. I want to say we would roughly have like. It uh, felt like a lot of guys. Felt know. like a lot of guys, but probably somewhere like. Maximum 50, 40 guys 50, 50, 50, yeah. Somewhere between there And then you know It's New York City So it's like You know w- like the, We'd start the camp off And yeah, oh, yeah, You know yeah, yeah, We'd have yeah, 60 yeah. guys out there And then it's like After the first week After the first week 35 right. of you yeah. What was that saying you say? Yeah which um, took the midnight bus Oh yeah, yeah They took the midnight train They took and the never midnight came train back. Yeah They never came back <laughs> Yeah so it is what it is, but that's that's New York City at a in a nutshell. In a yeah, nutshell man. There, yeah, yeah. Titans. You were talking about this dude, AJ Brown, right? Yeah, you were like, yeah, yo, yeah. He was bound to have a. What do you like about him? Because yo, that came out of nowhere. Like it did, it did, it did. But no, I saw he was getting a little more action. He was getting a little few more targets and stuff. Um, but no, so like me, I'm a big receiver person, so I always watch all the receivers from every like every college receiver that's getting about to get drafted. I watch them all and now see how they do in the NFL. But I liked his size and his speed coming out, um, and he seemed like he was like mentally he was ready. 
Um, I felt like he was. It was him and Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I felt like he was the better one. I, I also like this dude, um, Nikhil Harris from the, the Patriots guy, but uh, or Nikhil Harry, sorry. Um, but he got hurt, yeah. so we don't not gonna get to see him. But um, yeah, like, and then he broke out this game, and um, I think he could. But like Corey Davis, Corey Davis is also nice. So and he came from a small school, but yeah. So I think he'll, there'll be the, a nice one-two punch there in Tennessee for him. How you how you guys feel about Mariota? Cause I loved him coming out, man. That was my guy. But, also because I made some financial investments <laughs> on him to be the Heisman. So if you win me some money, you're good in my book. Yeah. But yo, it, it's gotten hard to like hold on to that stock. And I know I know it's hard coming off a game that he had yesterday, and we'll get to Winston in a little bit. But you know those two guys in that same draft class. Mm-hmm. Like how you how you feel about Mariota? Cause I cause me, I don't want to give up on him. But I, I find myself giving more excuses for him than anything. It's like, you know, he's pretty much had a new coordinator every single year. Mm-hmm. Even going back to his last year at college because Chip Kelly had left to go to the pros. Sure, um, he's hurt. They're not really jumping off the screen as far as, like, fantasy. Like, you got Derrick Henry, but cool, you know? Like, mm-hmm. running backs, how much of an effect can they have on you like that? Especially when he's not a pass-catching running back, really. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about Mariota, Sam? Well... I think uh, this year is going to be. This is like a telling year for him. For yeah, sure. contract year you know too. I mean? It's a contract year, right? So it, it's it's a big time year for him. Uh, but I'll be honest, like I I still think the verdict's out. You know, what I mean, we got we you know we don't really know yet. You know, uh, and um, it it's weird because like I, I he's a likable guy too, right? Right. So um and and you kind of like I, the thing is he doesn't jump off the screen and he doesn't wow you ever really. Um, you know, at least in my, my own personal opinion. So with him, it's just like, I don't know. You got to start winning something. Cause I do think the Titans, they have a pretty like decent squad to be doing some stuff, but it's got to translate eventually. And if it doesn't, you know, change got to happen, I guess. How you feel about Mariota? Um, like, would you be hyped if he was your quarterback and you were a receiver? <laughs> uh, I think, nah, I wouldn't be, really be hyped, but I think cause he's like, we wanted to see progression, and I think he's, like, plateauing, and he's, like, coming to, like, you know, so, like... So, like, he's hit his ceiling as far as, I like, we think, know what but he it, it, Unless he shows us something That's this fair. year, like, uh, Sam said, because he's had enough time to show us something, and I don't think that he was what we thought he was going to be coming out. No, I don't even really remember, like, any games, you know, off the top of my head where I'm like, oh, man, Mariota was just, like... Right. On was, fire. Like, yeah, and it just like it, you know, it just stuck out to me. Like I couldn't even tell. I can think of like one play where I was like, "Oh, that was funny." Like the play where he like caught the ball himself. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Cheese, yeah. And it was just like, all right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So like that kind of like resonates with me a little bit. But that's one play, and it's just like I don't know if that's uh, if the, you know like that's obviously not enough. You know, um, you know I hate to even you know bring this back. Gotta we gotta we always gotta bring it back. Like you know Daniel Jones first start. I'm like. All right, maybe I'm a Giants fan, and like it's gonna be a memorable thing for me. But I think most people that were watching that game were gonna be like, "Man, did you see Daniel Jones first start?" Right. So it's yeah. like, and like, even at this point, like that's a more memorable game than almost any game I've seen Mariota have had. So, off the top, know. now that I think about it, I think he's had like one wild, like, like an eighty-plus yard run. 
against the Jaguars, like early in his career. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever happened that was like really amazing happened early. And yeah, then, since yeah. then it's just been. Regular. And yo, he came into the league like guns blazing. Yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was some shit where like he like he threw no red zone interceptions. Mm-hmm. He had like twenty eight touchdowns, no picks, like the first three years of his career, and, and you know there was a there was a thing going on. Actually, I mentioned him as like a a dark horse MVP candidate in like twenty sixteen. Because if you were to take his 2015 numbers and, and 2016 numbers, it's like, yo, if you stress out over a 16-game season, like, you know, it's like 4,400 yards, mm-hmm. 35 touchdowns, but the knock on him is not being healthy and shit. Yeah. And, yeah, man, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, I think one of the teams that I couldn't be more wrong on were the Falcons. So that, yeah, you had the Falcons, like, you know. Yeah, I had them winning the South, 11-5. Yeah. and five. I was... You know, we kept talking on the show about they're a team that, like, their home and road splits are super significant when they play outdoors because they're a dome team. And that's usually how all dome teams are. But they're playing 13 games indoors this year. And I think still they haven't been outdoors yet. And they're one in three. Yeah. <laughs> and they've had some, like, dude, they should have lost to the Eagles, too. Yeah. Like, every year there's a I like to say this, how every year there's a game where at the end of the season, We'll look at the playoffs teams and we'll be like, damn, they really lost to them. Yeah. And Philly losing to Atlanta, where I still think Philly's the best team in the NFC. I think they're the most complete roster. I know they got some injuries. We'll get to them in a little bit. But you know, look back and be like, damn, Philly really lost to a a 4 and 12 Falcons team. And it was, you know, Julio Jones went absolutely ridiculous. And everyone knows my love affair for Julio. But (laughs) how do you feel about Atlanta, man? Uh, So. You know, here here's my thing. I think uh, we live and die on Matty Ice, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I never loved like I never <laughs> loved him. Like you know, yeah. If, if if Tim was here, man, you guys know Tim, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys all went to LIC. Yeah, yeah. And his brother Johnny, he'd be like like giving you a massage right now maybe even a happy ending <laughs> because he's been he's been so anti like matt ryan man and I, yeah. i've been holding out hope but it gets hard it gets hard to yeah and this fucking kid just texts me winky faces and shit every time he lays an egg <laughs> like that and it's just like the thing with him is when it gets bad it gets really yeah. it gets yeah. Hard, yeah yeah right and, and and there seems to be no common ground with him. And a lot of times his numbers are inflated, like from a fantasy perspective. Like, yo, yo, he had almost 400 yards. Yeah. Right. But then again, it's like a lot of it is garbage time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually last year they lost all those guys on defense. There's another reason why I like the Falcons. Right. Like yeah. week three, they had seven guys on IR and then they lost offensive linemen too. But it's like, yo, do you think it's the coach? Cause I have a theory as what it is with the Falcons. Okay. Uh, no. I, I look. Here's the thing. I like I said. I think like we have. You have to fall on the Matty Ice sword, right? Um, no. Like you know, he he brought them to a uh, he brought them to a Super Bowl, right? And they should have won that damn Super Bowl, right? Right. And, and granted, you know what? Had they won that Super Bowl, and you know, Matty Ice did anything in that that you know that fourth quarter. We don't. We're not. We're not having this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not. Having, Absolutely. Just, I, I, you know, I'll be the first to admit it. You know. Of course. Yeah. You and know? you're right because so that's like, just how our society is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, all right, he got it done, but it's just like you didn't get it done, and not only did you didn't get it done, you just let like the biggest like comeback ever happen. Yeah. And so, I don't know. So maybe that 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 also helps though. That also helps our argument say like, yeah, he's not that great, you know. But 
I don't know. It's tough. I, 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 I think the coaching's okay. I don't think the coach is necessarily that bad, but I don't know. I don't I, I, I'm not one to speak, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel about Matt Ryan? Uh, I think he's, ever since that Super Bowl, he's not, he hasn't been the same in that he's, uh, I don't know. I don't see him like leading the team this year. And he doesn't, I feel like he just doesn't have, he's not, doesn't have the full control of his team. And, you know, like, they're not playing for him like they used to. I think that Super Bowl has scarred that team. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like, I think they're cursed, like how Buffalo was. Remember, uh-huh. Buffalo lost four yeah. straight Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yo, dog, sure. no one's ever doing that. Like, for real. No one's ever losing four Super Bowls in yeah. a row. Like, it's just not going to happen, especially nowadays with salary <laughs> cap. But it's like, yo, you're the Bills oh, are. Buffalo. The Bills, a lot of <laughs> Buffalo love, as always. But, yo, the Bills are an iconic team for the wrong reason. Yeah. But like they're up there in a discussion where you talk about like legendary teams, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously legendary for a different reason. Yeah, you don't go to four Super Bowls and yeah. not be like, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. People people remember yeah. that. But I think I think the Falcons, um, I think Quinn is gonna get fired soon. His mm-hmm. he, his seat is very hot. And I think that man, you just let that game go. It's kind of just a black cloud over your franchise going forward. And I know they made the playoffs the year after, but still just like, it's just something about it. And, and, yeah. and I'm sure like later on down the road, all these guys retired, they'll be like, yeah, that shit sucked. Yeah. If they haven't said it already. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. Right. Like right. even just watching it, like, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, on TV, it's spectator, just like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, like I, yo, I can't believe something this even like happened. something going on here. You know, it's funny. I was even watching like this, like this, like little clip on like, uh, on Instagram of this guy, just like cheering at them, like as they're, you know, walking out the tunnel, and even like their body language walking out, I was looking at them like, man, like I thought they were coming back in, mm-hmm. and they were leaving to go play the game. And I was like, all right, this is they were like, some off, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I thought it was like, oh, like yeah, they just like lost. That's like what it looked like coming, but they're walking out into the tunnel. Right. And it's just like, oh wait, that was completely off. Yeah. Let's get to Washington and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Sir Daniel Jones again. Through some interceptions, but you know what I took that as, guys? He's human, man. You know, yeah. everybody growth. makes mistakes. Growth. Yeah, I took it as growth. Second game. <laughs> yeah. But look, I will say, yeah. there's no way you can watch that. And yo, for everyone listening to this at home, the Giants have played a lot of primetime games the last mm-hmm. couple of years. That shit is unwatchable. Yeah. We got to watch that shit every week. Yeah. Right yeah. now, at least. They're fun to watch. Yeah, the yeah. offense used to be so. Oh my god, the play calling. I used to just get so mad. But now it's like, all right, we're mixing it up, doing a few things. He's making good throws. It looks nice. Smart decisions on yeah. runs, like and like oh, yeah. using his speed, the like feet. Using it, feet is yeah. such a. It's, it's, we haven't seen that in so it's long. Like, it's happening? like, oh wow, yeah. all right. That was no that one was... has played quarterback like that for ten years. <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. Giants. Yeah. 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 yeah, like we haven't seen a guy where it's yo. He converted a third and twelve, third and fifteen, Rushing, whatever it was. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you finally have a 2019 quarterback. Yeah. You have a guy that plays in th- this kind of NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, there was that play when, when he was about to get sacked. And like, he does like a little, it was like the slowest spin I've ever seen in my life. But yeah. he gets out yeah. and then gets picks up the first That's down. That's the play I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, man, oh, wow, we could do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you forget. You forget you could do those types of things. And, um, you know, you know, 
back to Eli, you know, all praise though. Of all course. Praise, yeah, all that's praise the goal. Eli. Uh, it's just time, bro. Yeah, it's, it's just time. Like, it's just time. It's that's fine. It. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Col- <laughs> Col- Kobe had to go. Dirk had to go. Yeah. Like, you just have to go. That's it. Yeah. And it's but, like, yo, your jersey's going to get retired. No mm-hmm. one has anything bad to say. Yeah. But it just got ugly last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And, he, you know, he'll have a statue. Up, you know, 100%. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and it, but even what I was going to say, though, was I think it was, who do we play week one? Was it Buffalo? No, no. No, the Cowboys. 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 Yeah. It was in the Cowboys game. Eli runs out to the corner, right? It run like you know in the goal line, like I know what player you're talking about, yeah. Right, runs it out, right? Fourth down. I truthfully, I thought he had the angle where he could have scored, but it was closing in fast. Uh, I think it was was Vanderesh, like was coming so. in, yeah, coming yeah. in, closing in the gap real quick, and I was like, I I just thought he could have done it, and then after watching Daniel Jones, I'm like, that was a touchdown. Daniel Jones is running it, like you know what I mean, and it's just like, you know, it does break my heart because like you know. You know, I, I've heard you say it plenty of times, but I've always said it's like, yeah, like my first son is going to be Eli. <laughs> Without <laughs> you know? a doubt, the middle name is going to be yeah. Eli. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no question. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so it, it's weird, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it, I love watching Daniel Jones now. It's It gives me it gives me some juice. It's the same thing we were talking about, right? It's like, uh, except this is like the offensive like equivalent of a of a big hit. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you know, oh, the play's broken down, I like that and analogy. you just picked up a giant run. You know, so it's like, oh, now we're juiced. And to be honest, like I do think our defense is atrocious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not really going out on a limb there by saying yeah. that. But you know what? They're played a little bit better, and I think I you know I, I think it has something that to do with that juice. Like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. bro? I've Drinking been the juice. The uh, was that that Bugs Bunny. Oh, the oh, secret yeah. stuff. Secret secret stuff. stuff. Yo, that's well, all you need. That's how teams be. I feel like that's how when we won our Super Bowl that that run, everybody just started believing. And because look, we went up against undefeated Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you have to have believe in something to mm. fucking. Well, I also think that one way to compensate having a shitty defense is not having them out on the field yeah. for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I bring up, I bring up the. I talked to a friend of mine who works for the Jaguars. Like. He does reporting for the Jaguars, sure. and he was telling me how, like, yo, none of the defensive players had faith last year in Bortles. So when you go into a Sunday, and you know that you're, you're going to be out there for 38 minutes, and your team can't pick up first downs, and you're like, fuck, yo, we have to pitch a shutout to, like, even if a team scores 10 points, it might not be enough. It's demoralizing for even your team. Even if you have a good defense, being out there, eventually you're going to Exa- probably get scored Exactly, on. and it's also just knowing that, like, damn, son, we got it. Like, yo. It's all on us. You know who has a... A good defense, I think, and this is going to sound crazy, the Chiefs. You know why? Because the Chiefs know, yo, even <laughs> if we give up 30, Mahomes yeah. is dry. we're chilling. <laughs> like Mahomes, Mahomes threw no touchdowns yesterday, and they put up 34. Yeah. Right? And, like, look, good defense is a stretch, but I, I, I wanted to, like, tie it back to the Giants, how if you have an offense that you know could put up 28 points, it's like, all right, yo, we give up three touchdowns, it's cool. It's not the end of the world. We're like, you're the Jaguars or even the Giants week one and two. Like, yo, the Cowboys didn't... The Cowboys went off, but that's because field positioning and shit and three and outs with the, and the Giants defense being on the field so much. But, like, Buffalo didn't really score anything crazy. Yeah. It just so happened that defense is like, damn, son, three and out again. Uh, we just came off the field. Like, you're not going to pick up with Daniel Jones. And I said it, and people called me a homer because I'm a Giants fan. I'm like, yo, they're going to be two and two going into this game against Minnesota on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to some of my customers that are season ticket holders. They're like, yo, the energy in that stadium yesterday, they fucking announced his name. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm getting chills just thinking about it because I went to the Bills game mm-hmm. and everyone was dying to see this kid because it's just hope. It's like, yo, we know what we have with Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yo, Ingram looks fired up. Yeah. 
Shepard yeah. looks fired up. The yeah. offensive line is fantastic now. Never thought I would say that again for how bad it's yeah. with the line. Gallman looked good too. Gallman looked Came good, good, right? They're doing this all without Saquon. They get Tate back also this yeah, week. Yeah, right? People Tate. forgot about Tate. And it's like, yo, before you know it, this is, you, got, you got a lot of guys starting on your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And now you got a quarterback that's starting on your fantasy team. So I like it. What you guys? How you guys feel about Haskins? I know he came in a little late, but like, I think it wasn't a good opportunity to show his mm-hmm. skills. Like he came in, you know, morale was down. He tried, uh, and it was a lot of pressure on him. I think, but like you know, he made his mistakes. But I think going forward he'll be better. But it was like a rough situation for him to come in, and you know, but he did mess up a lot. <laughs> I, I think they were hoping that. He's like, going to come and save the day. Yeah, right? come in yeah. and, like, you know, get Light that little bit of rookie magic in there. Uh, but ultimately, you know, uh, it's just like, hey, look, we, we made the right choice, right? Yeah. Like, that's what, it, that's what it felt like watching it. It was like, all right, we, we did it right. We did it right, you know? So it's like, and, you know, there's a lot of grief about that coming out, right? Obviously, it's like everybody knows, like, Daniel Jones is like, yeah. oh, this is not the guy. This is not the guy. And then, like, how quickly the tides turn. It's well, I, I fought for that trap, too. And I, I I definitely learned my mistake. Uh, I'm never gonna do that again. Yeah. I I made a decision off someone I knew nothing about, mm-hmm. all because like I love Todd McShay on ESPN, and he didn't have Daniel Jones that high. Like, oh. <laughs> that's that's literally yeah. it. And a lot of people do that because yeah. mock drafts are created for you to have an idea of where someone should go. But yeah. it's only an opinion. Right? Yeah. Like you could put out a mock draft, and yeah, like yeah. if I trust your input, I could be like, oh okay, I like what Sam is doing here. But at the end of the day, you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and the idea of, well, he was going to be there at 17. It's like, number one, no, that's not true, because I've talked to people that told me that the Broncos really wanted him. And then it was validated when Denver at 10 traded back. Mm-hmm. They traded with Pittsburgh because they're like, yo, Daniel Jones ain't there. Fuck it. We're not going to get the guy we want. Yeah. And like, yo, you you hit on your quarterback. And now I just I just trolled the shit out of Jeff fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, I didn't like Barkley, not yeah. because I didn't think Barkley was going to be fucking sensational, because I knew that. But I was like, damn, son, Eli's you need a, a quarterback. corpse now. Yeah, you need yeah. a quarterback. And that was the class to get it. But now as you look at it, it's like, yo, what quarterback are you overly confident from that class with Baker, Lamar, Darnold, Rosen? Like, mm-hmm. Barkley mm-hmm. was the right pick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And now you got Jones, so. Look, I, I was, uh, I think I was one of the few Giant fans that were, like, from the beginning, like, look, I mean, like, you got to give the kid a shot. Like, right. come yeah, on. That's like, what you were vouching to give him yeah. a shot. I was, I was like, on the same on. page with, like, I mean, I was just respecting other people's decisions and was like, yeah, look. But then I saw some recent thing that said, like, what Ohio State quarterback has done good? And a lot Well, of also with Haskins, I didn't like he was a one-year starter. Yeah. That's kind of a red flag for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells famously said that he wants to see at least 30 games from a college mm-hmm. quarterback. And the reason why is because he could see them on the road, too. Yeah. Right? Who's, who's the big rival for Cortland? Ithaca. Ithaca. So imagine that on like a in front of ninety thousand people, you're going into Ithaca to play. Like, yeah, yeah I want to see what this kid's made of. He got some balls. You're in a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what kind of wild tweets he was getting from the other fans and shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. let me see you in a hostile environment as opposed to when you're starter. It's like, yeah. you get protected, you know. Yeah. So, I like it. I like what I've seen. I will say with Haskins, he's gonna he's gonna be balling out with that wide receiver they got McLaurin because mm-hmm. they play together at Ohio State. So you see when guys re-up with their quarterback in, in the pros. They always have some chemistry there. Let's talk about the Chiefs a little bit. 34-30, beat the Lions. Uh, how – general question. Rank Pat Mahomes for me as far as, like, watching. 
Oh, watching across oh. all sports because yeah. I love just watching him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I made I mean, the comparison to him last year to Steph Curry. Yeah, he's a highlight machine, the guy, right? Yeah. It's just like it. it, it it's, that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, that's a great comparison, and it really is like you. I mean, it's weird because like you know, growing up, especially the the Chiefs were never a team where it was like I wanted to tune into. Right. There was just something about it. Well, they had the, like, the when when Jamal Charles was there, they were like yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but also it was like you wanted to watch Jamal Charles. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where like right, now right. there's like yeah, I want to watch Watkins, Hill yeah. when he comes yeah. back, Kelsey. True, they got yeah. a lot of weapons. You know, like th- that play, uh, that the lateral. Fr- fr- yeah, the lateral <laughs> play. It was like something like like we do on like Sunday when we're playing two hand touch. It's oh like- my god, I didn't even mention that you're, you're talking to two to three champions over here in our Sunday <laughs> rugby. You, know? you guys help me get one, man. Immensely, I'm so yes. happy. Yeah, man, we, you know, that, that was a good game. That was a good game. That was a good time, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, the laterals. That lateral was like, and, like, like if you look at Kelsey's face, like, he's, like, smiling as he's yeah, getting yeah, tackled. Yeah, it's this, like, he's, like, here. I'm and about to fuck like, this yeah. up if you don't catch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just like, oh, man. Like, and really, that's kind of like what, you know, it, like, they're just fun to watch because they're having fun. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's it's wild. Like, you know, it's like they're having so much fun. So like you can't help but look at it. And it's just like watching what watching what Mahomes is doing. It's just yeah. like, dude. A lot of that is due to Mahomes, though, too. Because, yeah. like, he came in young, ready to have fun. And then he started throwing. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, his arm is yeah. crazy. Getting everybody involved. Everybody could catch bombs. I was just like, you don't know who's going to be the star that day. And it's just, that's like the, that's why it's such a great comparison. Like, when curry was shooting those threes when the first was getting everybody's like yo what is this and everybody tuned in to see he's just shooting from half court that's what Mahomes is doing just fucking throwing fucking 70 yard touchdowns yo, so, so more people like, more, more damn people that have, crazy have made the comparison to steph curry so like now if someone's listening for the first time they'll be like yo i've heard it so many times it's like i said this last year not even from him playing it's just like his pregame routine mm-hmm. he goes to the field early and he just like Launches. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna just throw it 80 yards. And it's like, yo, people were going early to games to just watch him warm up. Mm-hmm. Same shit with Steph Curry. Steph yeah. Curry goes to games. It's like there's 500 people in the crowd already, two hours before tip off, just to watch this guy do his like shooting drills where he's shooting from like the the ramp and whatnot. You know, you see all those videos. And then also just like he was just doing shit that I never. Saw. Yeah, you can unplug the mic like that. You're good. There you go. Um, yeah, you just see those videos where. It's just something we hadn't mm-hmm. seen before. And mm-hmm. like just Mahomes, just his whole setup is just. And for me, what really ultimately made me give him the cosign is when they played in Foxborough last year. Yeah. They played in New England on that like Sunday night football game. And it was like 45, 40 toe to toe. And all you kept hearing is like, oh, Belichick with these young QBs, <laughs> man. He's going to kill them. It's like Mahomes like, yo, fuck that. Hold this. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so I, yeah. lo- I love Pat Mahomes. I want to just run through a couple more games here because we got to get to some questions and. Um, oh, just for the record, also, Pat Mahomes, he does have some ties to Queens also. Yeah, is that so, play so, for the mess. Right? Yeah, so there's that. You Let's know. go, baby. Let's yeah. go. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Dolphins. Yeah. Not going to even bother with that shit. Yeah. Um, yo, this was – I did not expect the Browns to do what they did. Oh, my no, God. No, I yeah. didn't see that coming. Because I've been, I've been on a big critic of the Browns and the hype that they've been getting just because I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to stand by it. Because their schedule is still tough. But, man, if they could get Baker to not throw that much, and Nick Chubb was just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nick Chubb yeah. was just crazy. He you guys see yeah. Odell no. get choked out? You mm. saw that video? No, he got... What? Yo, so there's a... <laughs> no, no lie. There's a video of there's like a scrum on the field, and a dude is literally choking him. No flag, nothing. So you know uh, we'll be hearing about that. 
all, all week. Yeah, it was crazy. But oh wow, I didn't see that. That's uh, that's great. Actually, that's pretty funny. Uh, nah, yeah, but I, my fear with the with the Browns is that I don't know if they're gonna feed Nick Chubb. I don't know if that's because. I mean, like they'd have really had to start building that identity right now, right? And I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case. But out of that, everybody on that team, you got to go with Nick Chubb. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion, because like he's that's the star on the team. Yeah, give put the ball in his hand, let him. Let he'll him he'll open up more, like he'll open up more for everybody else. But yeah. but you got like you know everybody talks about it too. But it's like it's a, a lot, lot of mouths, lot of mouths to feed, yeah. a lot of personalities out there. Mm-hmm. You know. It's gonna help that you know Jarvis Landry's out with a concussion. Well, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, you no, know, you know, not to um, not to shit on that situation. You obviously don't want to see guys get yeah. hurt, but I remember talking to my buddy Danny like, "Yo, Najoku getting hurt, it might be good for them." Yeah, because for Baker, he's like, "All right, I don't gotta throw this guy the ball too." Because yeah. like you got Najoku, you got Odell, you got Landry, Jarvis, yeah. you got Chubb out the backfield. Yeah, you'll get Callaway and and Higgins coming back, or I, one of them is suspended. They're coming back, and it's just like. All right, man. Now I could just kind of focus my targets in that. Like you look mm-hmm. at a team like the Saints, it's like, yo, the ball's going to Kamara, it's going to Mike Thomas, and everyone else will get like two, three targets. But like you're getting fifteen, you're getting ten, mm-hmm. and like the rest of you guys stop complaining because that's just how we're gonna win, you yeah. know. And now I think with Baker, if he don't gotta worry about all that other stuff, I think that could be something. Yeah, like, I, and you know, I, but just to speak on that a little bit, like whatever happened to like you know. Hit the open man. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, I, I never really liked the idea of going into a game, like, with the amount of, like, I got to hit this guy with this many targets. It's like, no, nah, look, we want to attack these parts of the field. Like, there are weaknesses here. Right. Now let's figure out how to do that. Like, I don't necessarily know if we have to choose who's getting the ball. You know, uh, you know, you know, to uh, to speak to you a little bit, right? It's just like, um, you know, one of the things I, I, you know, when you're playing quarterback, even in our, you know, little two-hand touch Sunday league, you know, you spread the ball out. You're going to mm. hit who's open, right? Like, yeah, you have certain guys that are going to run certain plays. Right. Right? Rightfully but, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which, which, is, which is understood, right? But it's like you're also going to feed who's open. Right. And you're going to abuse wherever the mismatch is at. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the NFL we don't see that much because – you know, it's just like, you know, you're going to, we want to target this guy the, this many that's times. That's the dilemma of having like a superstar on your team, though. Like, if you see right now with the Giants, luckily for our situation is that he's just spreading the ball to whoever's open. He's not, there's nobody in his ear. There's nobody that we need to throw to because they're all, mm-hmm. you know, Sterling Shepard was never a guy like, I need the ball, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's good for him. I'm really glad that you guys are on here because I've always said this about wide receivers and you guys played wide receiver and you've played with people that played wide receiver and like Mm -hmm. you said, Streeter and whatnot earlier. I've always said that wide receiver is the most unique position in sports. For Solomon to be good and to get recruited, he needs me to -hmm. get him the ball. And he also needs five other guys to protect me to get him the ball. Mm -hmm. It's also the one position when you guys break huddle, who's the first one to leave? Yeah. The wide receiver. So you're always just naturally, psychologically, you're on your own. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're furthest away from the ball too. Mm-hmm. And also, like I said, like Solomon is, we're in high school, right? And Solomon's being looked at by Rutgers, Michigan or whatever. And they come to see him and they tell him like, hey, we're going to be at your game this Sunday, this Saturday. Well, we played on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Everyone else played on Fridays. Yo, Nick, I need the ball. Yeah, Solomon's <laughs> going to come up to me at lunch and be like, yo, fam, I got all these recruits. Like, what's up? You know, first drive comes, no targets for him. Second drive comes, no targets. He's going to throw a fit. Yeah. yeah. 
It, it, it's natural. I feel the wide receiver. It took me a while to feel that way. Yeah. It took me a while to feel that way. But when you really think about it, it's like, yeah, man, my my success is solely dependent on someone else mm-hmm. being good at their job too. Yeah. Because yeah. what happens if like what happens if that week I pull a hamstring and I don't play that game? Yeah. And he got the backup court. He's fucked. Mm-hmm. You know. But you know what happened to like the ultimate goal being to win a championship, yeah. right? Like when you know money, what I mean? When it's money just gets like, thrown around, but also I, I think this, this day and age too, like with this whole NFL top 100 day rankings they do, all the like you know every position they're trying to compete with each other. Like especially now we're trying to compete. Who's the number one receiver in the league? You know, who do you think is the number one receiver in the league? In the league, um, St- stats aside, like I know that that's a big reason, but like. We're playing pickup right now at the park. Who's all right, your personal one favorite. I've been saying this for like I'll take like it's either between for me like I right, I love Julio, but like Julio's not the guy that I like to pick up. But right now for me, it's either Hopkins or Michael Thomas. That's my number one that I like. Yeah, I, I'm 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 Hopkins or Julio, honestly. And we all know where you go, Julio, baby. <laughs> Julio is my guy. Yeah, the Julio story is playing DraftKings one day. I'll never forget it. 2016, last game of the season. Julio scored a game-winning touchdown, or scored a touchdown that put me over, and I want to literally pretty much everything you look at in this room paid for by is, Julio, is sponsored by Julio. I'm not even the tile, thank you, the Julio, TV, some of the sneakers. So that's why Julio forever, man. You're the goal for me. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you think about what I said about the wide receiver position, though, man? Do you think there's any truth to that? I mean, you, you should speak to it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's dependent. The only that's why I just consider this guy the goat. And, like, I don't really – a lot of – people might say a lot of stuff, but Jerry Rice played with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you know. Um, to me, Randy Moss was the one receiver that made his quarterback. So your team, Randy Moss, on this? Randy Moss, for me, is the greatest. Bro, right, there you go. <laughs> I've been saying this forever Yo, for that reason. Cole Pepper, nobody would have known him. For that – Nobody would have known who that guy – he was just chucking them things up to Randy. And his rookie year, he came in – what was it, 17 touchdowns? I think so, yeah. Something ridiculous. It was a rookie? Came no, in, lit dude, the NFL on fire. I've had so many debates with people. I'm like, bro, he's played with... There's a video on YouTube where Randy Moss is at like a Fox meeting or some shit, like after he retired. They made him name the 20, 20 like four or five quarterbacks he's played with. <laughs> Jeez. Look, the I, one year he had a quarterback, the one year he had... A, I feel super passionate about okay, this. Okay, yeah, right? I see this is going. He mentioned this, but dude, the one year he had a quarterback with balls... He broke the touchdown, right? Yeah, there you go. Tom Brady. Yo, I tell him this all the time. And not to mention, Jerry Rice played, what, 22 seasons? Yeah. That's the only reason he's number one in every category. If Randy Moss had a decent quarterback his whole time and played 22 seasons, he'd blow those records up. All right. My bad. Now, look. look, look, look. For the record, I am Team Moss. Okay. Okay? I am Team Moss. However, I do think there's a good reason for it. I mean, like... We grew up with him, like right, like that was that was the guy we were watching. We really mm-hmm. weren't watching Rice like that. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Okay. It goes back to the LeBron and MJ thing too. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people like. So so to kind of you know touch on that right. Here's the only thing, here's the only thing, no rings, man. And and you know what? The closest he ever really yeah, got to it. To, we took right? it That's why I couldn't even be uh, mad at it. I was like, <laughs> the oh, the Giants football won, guys. Uh, so there it is. You know what I mean? So look. Uh, and, and you know there was like a great interview with Rice on, and they were having this conversation with him, and all he did was just put his hand up like this and showed off all. His yeah, rings. but I think that I think it was, I can't. I think rings can't be played. I, I guess you can if you want to, but in the receiver and, and like like you going back to what he said about the receiver position. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
There's only so much you can do as a receiver. Okay. Look at Larry Fitzgerald that year. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much you can do to win a Super Bowl as a receiver. You you know what? You're you're not wrong, right? And but here's the thing, right? So like, yeah, you're right. Okay. So look, my only argument to to the to the Jerry Rice, like you know, playing with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, was that he also brought a Raiders team. Right with Rich Gannon, who I don't think Rich Gannon was ever like right, that yeah, great, I'm, yeah. and that team went to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And, and he was a big catalyst of that, right? So you know that that was just another potential Super Bowl win that he could have had, you know. So I don't know, I don't know. There's another guy I want to ask you guys about, and, and we're gonna skip a couple of games because we're over an hour <laughs> and change, and I gotta get to some questions. So Jared Goff. Um, okay. How you feel about him? Uh, is, he, is he similar to Matt Ryan for you, where he's kind of just like vanilla? No. I I don't want to say that just yet, right? I love Jared Goff. What what are we on? We're on th- year three with Goff. Three, four. This is year four. Year four. And year then three ha- with McVeigh. With, with McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. So that first year, I'm just let's just of throw course, that yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Like, I mean. Uh, we were just listening on the radio. He had like seventy throws last yesterday. Six, Sixty-eight attempts. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Yeah. I know. So first of all, the Rams. I was like, I was like, all right, we gotta establish some kind of run game over here. Right. But I'm not necessarily sure that he's. I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on him. I, 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 not just yet. Anyway, I need. That's weird. But like you know, with that said, last year, um, one game that made me go, all right. This guy might be a player. It's the, the, the Monday night game. The Monday night game. That's what I was gonna say too, man. You know, it's hard. so I always make the comparison with with uh, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, right? Mm-hmm. It's fine if they're your quarterbacks, <laughs> but when they step on the field and the guy across from them is Aaron Rodgers and it's Carson Wentz and it's Tom Brady, you're like, damn, we're at a big disadvantage right yeah. here. And with golf, I didn't feel that way last year. He went toe to toe. Yeah, and, and I thought he yeah. played – I thought his best game, now his numbers don't depict that, when he played the Saints. Mm-hmm. Down 10 in New Orleans. New Orleans is one of the hardest places to play. Yeah. Right? You yeah. saw the Saints beat the Cowboys so, yesterday, yeah. the first time the Cowboys really got tested. And he, you know, weathered the storm, and they won. Right? I know the no, the no call there at the end. It was horrible. Yeah, they changed the rules because <laughs> of it, but – it is what it is, man. That's just part of the game. It happens sometimes, right? Yeah. And also, Breeze got the ball first in overtime, and he threw a pick. So, but golf went up against him, and I feel you on that. That's when I saw. I was like, damn, yo, Mahomes threw fifty touchdowns, and he's the MVP, and he went toe to toe with him. I think he's all right. Yeah. But with golf, it's like, yeah, you can't have a fucking quarterback throw sixty eight times. No, that's ridiculous. It's and insane. I know you were you were trailing, and whatnot, but. Still, man, how you feel about golf? Because he like got golf. he got receivers, man. Yeah, yeah, I like golf. I like what he does. Um, I think he's still um, he's gonna get better. I think. Um, I don't think he's in the same category as Matt Ryan. Where like I think we've seen, I don't know. Matt Ryan has to prove himself this year, but I think golf still has uh, time, and he's still he looks like to me he's still progressing. Like he's mm. still climbing and getting better. It's a big conversation now with golf because you got paid this offseason. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, always fun when you're like, you know, like Dak Prescott, it's dope for 600K. But now when he's making close to 40, you know, you know, it, 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 it in some ways, it kind of reminds me of um, like, 
you know, earlier I was talking about how I was like, I was like, yo, we got to give Daniel Jones a shot, right? Mm. Um, and in large part is because, you know, I would say more so uh, than you, I'm just like more of a casual fan, let's say, of football. Um, you know, I, I watch football all day or whatever, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing the homework uh, necessarily, right? So the way I see it is, you know, they paid, they paid golf, right? So they must love him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So somebody there is going, nah, this is the guy. And Mm -hmm. I generally think those guys tend to know maybe a little bit more than I do. (laughs) You know what I mean? So even like, like, you know, back to Jones real quick, it's like when Gettleman took him, I was like, yeah. I was like, but, you know, this is what he does. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, so there might be something there. I don't necessarily know, like as a from the fan, uh, fan perspective. He doesn't have the he doesn't jump off the screen of you like like the way uh, Mahomes does, but I mean, he's winning, right? So that's what you know. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. So we'll see. We'll see. Still young in the career. All right, I think that could wrap up week four as we move on over to the people's podcast. Some of the questions that I got. All these questions are from the patrons. For those of you that are patrons. Uh, thank you for the support for the show. If you guys want to contribute to the show, this would be the time to do it. October 1st to October 6th, those first six days. If you sign up for the $10 tier or higher, first time patrons only, you're going to get a custom hat, free hat, exclusive hat. You guys like free shit too, right? Yeah, love Everybody loves free shit. <laughs> so small con- uh, contribution and we're setting up rewards now. Six months in a row, you'll get a hat. 12 months in a row you'll get a shirt if we get to 24 months we'll figure it out we have time for that but check it out patreon.com slash veterans minimum all right i got some uh, questions told you guys about it but people's podcast is they send me questions and whatnot and we kind of run through them so uh some of these are pretty interesting too um all right jordan riley how much of a boner do you have for daniel jones what do you predict the giants record will be it's nice because we're all yeah. we're all giant fans. So yeah. give me um, a boner rate and a prediction <laughs> Bo- for the giant. Boner was it one to ten okay. boner rate? Yeah, yeah one right. to ten. Yeah. All right, like like wait, so like ten being like, <laughs> like completely <fully> erect, yeah. <laughs> veins yeah, going yeah, yeah. out of there. One right. is like flaccid. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give him a solid eight. Like eight? just all it's right. been great. You know what I mean? Like you know, veins are just thing. starting to pop up a little bit. <laughs> you know, any more. Uh, Little pre- premature ejaculation yeah, might happen. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, I'd, yeah. I, I'd say I'd say I'm more like a nine, close okay, to ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they if they're three and two, and then going into Foxborough, like that's the thing. They they play yeah. they play Minnesota this weekend at home. I think it's the biggest game of the year because gonna lose to New England, right? You're gonna be like a 17 point underdog in Foxborough on a Thursday rookie he's gonna look horrible stay off social media I'm telling you guys right now it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be bad I'm turning my phone off for that shit. yeah yeah <laughs> so that's the difference of being two and four and three and three mm-hmm. and their schedule isn't that ridiculous so yeah I said from the beginning of the year they were gonna go seven and nine and the reason why is last year they went five and eleven and they went one and eight and one score games and year to year that's something that like people on mm-hmm. Vegas talk about like that's something you should use when you break down teams, it's like, yo, you can't bank on a team to go one and eight in one score games because you guys know how it is with football. The ball doesn't bounce your way sometimes, yeah. but sometimes yeah. it does. Those one score games. Those one score games. They they either way. Pop. You could either so, be yeah, yeah. So that's why I have them at seven and nine, and I, I think I'm gonna stay with that. I think seven and nine. I want to go with a solid eight and eight. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just riding with, with, right right with the eights. Right <laughs> in with the eights. Yeah. Right <laughs> with the eights there. What know about know you? What's your? Well, I'm gonna rate him an eight. 
Uh, eight also. Yeah, so I like that. Um, uh, and then our record for this year. Are you thinking twelve and four, thirteen and three? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go eight and eight now. as well. We'll yeah, stick after, with all the eights. After the after the Bucks game, some of my customers are coming. They're like, "Oh, you got a quarterback now, right?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm thinking like fourteen and two, maybe, <laughs> maybe a one seed if we're feeling Just Yo, who knows though, right? If they get that, I don't know, man. Hey, look, we're one game out yeah, from being uh, tied first for first, first right? Yeah. So I, after when we were on two, right I was now. like, "Yo, all you Cowboys fans, fucking around and laughing when mm-hmm. we're tied for first after week five because they play the Packers this week." Yeah, hey, look out, look out. All right, Nick Chavez three. Shout out to you, man. You're a $40 patron. That's fucking crazy. And uh, I'm giving you a virtual hand job through the mic right now as, <laughs> as you're listening. What is the best time zone to watch football? I think it's mountain time because kickoff is at one, 11 o'clock. Afternoon games start at 2. The night game starts at 6.30 and ends up finishing at 9.30. So we're in the East Coast. Yeah, I've always said that one of my things I would love to do and... Granted, I've never been out there for football, but I want to go to Vegas for a football Sunday mm-hmm. because 10 a.m. in the morning out there, it's the 1 o'clock games here because of the time difference. Wow. Yeah. And and also, think about it, man. You guys, it's it's Sunday night football. It's Monday night football or Thursday night football, right? It's a primetime game. The games don't end here until 11, mm-hmm. 30, 12. Yeah. yeah. If you're... If your friends or your girlfriend or your parents are like, not that your parents will tell you to go out at that time. They're like, hey, let's go get dinner after the game. We're going to be like, no, there's no yeah. way. It's gonna, I don't want to fucking do it. I'm, I'm already out for it, and I'm heading home when the game ends. As opposed to when you're in the West Coast, it's like, yo, that game ends at 830. Like, yeah. I get the rest yeah. of my night going pretty much. So what would you, what you, know, would you say is? It, that When they did that doubleheader Monday night game. Yeah. It was like I I tried to stay up and I was just like I had oh, worked the man. morning I was just like oh god I passed out like but it like yeah so East Coast we definitely have probably the worst one yeah, um, sure. the Mountain Time thing is interesting I, honestly I, so Mountain Times it's two hours behind behind us yeah interesting um, you know I I'm probably gonna go I, I like the idea of the West Coast yeah, right because I, I, yeah like a ten o'clock game like that's like that's wild to me. That means I get to wake up and just watch. Yeah, yeah wake up. Like, there's watch. no, there's no waiting. Like, you and know? it ends early, so you yeah. have, you know, you can yeah, you get can a go good sleep. <laughs> you go yeah. out. Yeah. So it's like you don't, you don't have that hangover of football at the end of the day because yeah. you, you didn't start watching until one thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go West Coast there. Same. This one comes from Ichino Twelve, my guy Chino. Who would you rather have commentating football games? So if you could pick, I guess. Chino, fucking send a better question, man. Word it better, you fuck. Yo, Tony Romo's my guy. Um, so, so Romo? That's what he means, like commentating. The yeah, game. like, like uh, yeah. I guess what he's trying to say is like, what's your favorite like team? If you could pair up anyone together, like, what would it be? Oh, like, what? Romo. Um. Yo, you know who I like and I get shit for? I love Collinsworth. Oh, oh I, yeah, yeah. wait! How you get shit for that? That guy's yeah. one of the best guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, you want to? If you're talking about just like actual, I'm gonna listen to this guy and I'm gonna learn some shit about yeah. football. There's no, I don't think there's anyone better. Than no, no, no. I freaking love him. I, I don't. I can't imagine someone give you shit for that. It's like he's like probably like I was. I wouldn't even have said him because like I feel like he's the the top <laughs> echelon. Like it's just like yeah. Uh, but I, you know it's funny. I I follow this guy uh, Bob Menery on on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow him follow this guy it's like vulgar like sports commentating and it is the funniest shit ever 
uh, I would love to see him on like a national spotlight where he could just go ham. Go off. Yeah, like you know, hopefully like one day like HBO gets like a deal with the NFL and then they hire him because you got to listen to this guy. This guy's he makes football so much more funny than it actually is. And uh, yeah, I would love to see him. So definitely go check him out. Yeah, Bob. Think you said Romo. Yeah. Romo's just your guy. Lynchy eight one five. What are your thoughts on players demanding trades as of late? I guess this is just like a general question across sports because you see it in the NBA a lot. Mm-hmm. NFL Melvin Gordon up until his return back, he wanted to get traded. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Um. Well, you know, I I, I do think that uh, you know. If you have a problem with it, right, then, like, you should have a problem with the draft also, Mm. right? Like, yeah, okay, so, like, this guy did not want to end up in Buffalo, New York. Sorry, Buffalo, but, you know, once again, we love you. (laughs) But, you know, he didn't want to end up in Buffalo, New York. This is all time for Buffalo references on this pod. Yeah, but, like, you know, so it's just like, all right, so, like, they don't want to be there, right? Like, I'm okay with them demanding trades. You know what I mean? Like, they they didn't get asked where they wanted to be drafted. You know what I mean? They didn't have any say in that necessarily. Uh, so if you know if you have a problem with that, okay, fine. Let's get rid of the draft then. Let's let them make deals with teams that they want to work with. Simple as that. Then, then you don't have this problem, right? Uh, of people demanding draft, uh, demanding trades. But you are you worried that it might become super lopsided? Oh, a hundred percent lopsided. There's yeah. no, there's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's why the draft exists. Because that's you know? also what you're seeing now with the yeah. NBA. Like yeah. guys are kind of like they've adopted this AAU method, mm-hmm. teaming up. Where it's like, damn, you know, I'm gonna go play with them. Yeah. Whereas like in the past, it was like, yo, you're gonna get drafted, you'll be here, but now you like force your way out. I think it's corny. Mm. I think it's corny. I think it's corny when you bitch and moan about being the highest paid player at your position, and then they give it to you, and then six months later you're not happy and you want to leave. It's like. Like, what more do you want, man? Like, what more can I give to you? Yeah. You know? It's like, I honored your demand and your request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm more on the, like, like I do agree with you. If, if like, you know, they, they paid you and, and yeah, like, they yeah, gave yeah. you everything you wanted, then, yeah, and, it's and like, especially if, stop like, whining. If, yeah. you're, if you're in a place where you're also winning, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can understand if you're, if you're Kemba Walker, you've been on the Hornets all these years and you're like at best a seven seed and you're going to get spanked in the first round. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Charlotte was going to give you, well, they actually didn't offer him the Supermax, but just, let's just use that as an example. Like they could have offered him $30 million more, but he's like, yeah, man, I kind of want to win. Like I'm 29, 30 years old at this point. Like I've had a couple of good seasons last couple of years, but I want to win now. It's like yeah. he goes to Boston. Boston historically is a good, good franchise, good program there. So, I get that. Guys like Jalen Ramsey, I, I just feel it. It's like, yo, I kind of want to win also. Yeah, you know? No, no yeah. I, I, I get it. I agree with that, too. I was like, um, so I'm on the side, but I'm more of a side on the players because I just think, like, especially if you're in a city situation and, you know, like, you don't like where you're at, you should be able to be like, yo, look, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to play for you guys. Like, I don't like the way you did something or whatever the case may be. I feel like you could be able to get out of that situation. But... If you just sign a contract and, you know, like, that means you're agreed to be with these people, right? If you just signed a huge contract, then I'm against it. I don't really like that. You know, the uh, the slippery slope with that is, like, is the uh, no, it is, the, it the is. whole the Antonio Brown thing. Oh, like, you know, yeah. so it's just, like, then you have to deal with stuff like that, and it's just, like, I don't know. You know well, at I mean? the end of the day, everybody's replaceable, to be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. DJ Sherry, 
You've already done this with QB, but how would you create your ideal wide receiver? Okay, you guys are wide receivers. This mm-hmm. will be good. So let's go with – let's have four categories, right? Let's go route running. Okay. Let's go speed, size, and hands. Hands, okay. All right, route running for me, my favorite guy to watch run routes. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Got to be Keenan Allen. Uh, his route running is crazy. Crisp. <laughs> so nice. Crisp. Yeah, yeah, From yeah. all all – all phase slot mm-hmm. outside, yeah. like a tight end, just him and like honorable mention Stephon Diggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would go with Keenan Allen also, uh, but I don't know. I, I, I guess you know what it is. I you know being a Giants fan for so long, and then it was just watching Odell for so long. There is something like about his route running. It's not the crispiest, right? But it's the explosiveness in the route running. So I'm gonna push back on that. Okay. I think you like his slant. <laughs> yeah, that might be his true. Slant is the best yeah, shit yeah, I think yeah, I've ever. Yeah, like, that might be just, true. That might be true. Because you know, be for, true. The, for like four years, the Giants' offense was so we just slant. three yeah. and out, three and out. Yeah. Hopefully, Odell can catch his slant to go to the house because that's exactly what it was all those years. But you know what though? Like, all right, all right, then just just to speak to that, right? Like being a wide receiver, like I would say most wide receivers, like. It, it's like the best freaking route to run. Mm. It's the hardest route to, to guard if it's run correctly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the most explosive right? route in football. And, yeah. and I, I can't, I don't even necessarily know if this is true for the quarterbacks. Once they understand how, like when to throw that ball, it's the easiest job on clock them. Work. Like pitching, it's pitching clockwork. Catch. Yeah, they catch, catch. And, and get it out. It's It makes their lives a hell of a lot easier. So, but yeah. No, we'll go, we'll go with Keenan Allen, though. So good. <laughs> Let's go with hands. Who you think got the best hands in the league? Um, so up until this year, D-Hop I would have gave. I would have I was gonna say I yeah. would have given it to D-Hop because he didn't drop one ball last year and he had a hundred and something receptions. But what he had two. He had two drops in the, in the first game. game. Yeah, we're gonna be like, oh no, you're human. Yeah, yeah. No, I would still give it to him though. I would still, I would still take those hands. You know what I mean? Are we just talking about like the the size of the hands? Or are we talking about just like catching. the ability nah, to just catch? Like the ability to catch. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we did, we did hands. We did um, route running. running. Let's go speed. Who Ty- speed would you want? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek yeah. Hill. That, that, There's that, no that question. Insane. He has a whole other gear. It just. It's like what? But yo, you know what's what wild? This is why I think the forty time is kind of corny. Because like Odell ran like a four five forty, I think, yeah. or four 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 eight. Yeah. It's like all I know is when he catches a slant, no one's catching yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? no facts. I, I ran. They say that, but they say that there's that <laughs> difference, right? There's the forty time, and then there's actual game speed time. Like right. Some people, yeah. even Jerry Rice, famously ran like a four six three forty. Yeah. But also, but like, like a lot of to the forty is a lot of knowing how to run. Yeah, like, it's yeah, not yeah. even like it's just technical, and you know you don't got pads on, you don't got equipment on, so it's a whole. You're not running with a football. Um, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I, I ran a a four four nine forty. Mm. You know, in college and. I'm not a tenth of a second slower than Odell. Like, right, like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's, there's, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. There is no way. Like, so, like, yeah, game speed is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there really should be another way to, um, to judge game speed. To be honest, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have the answer for that one though. And then size, Julio. Julio, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, Julio. Julio. Of course. Yo, you know who's a big ass receiver, and I feel like no one knows this. Cooper Cup. He's big. He's like six two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yo, you I, know who I thought also uh, speak on that. Um, <laughs> who I thought was a little guy, fucking Robbie Anderson from the Jets. 
Yeah. He's like six six something, six two, six three. I was no. like, what the fuck? I yeah. thought he was like Deshaun Jackson two point with a little five eleven guy. I'm like, when I looked up his shot, I was like, what? He's six two, six three? What the fuck? Dude. It doesn't o- look like it. Also, like Steph Curry, small guy, he's six three, right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking we we met Tony Richardson over the weekend. Yeah. Oh my god. Someone like, comes up to me, he's like, yo, you see how big he is? He's yeah. Like, I thought he was like five eight. <laughs> I was standing right next to him, just like I'm like damn, yeah, he was in his prime, easily like six two, six three. Yeah. yeah, and like he was big. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah. imagine him playing too, because yeah, he's yeah. easily shaved off like Insane. thirty pounds of mm-hmm. muscle since then. But uh, all right, let's let's get one more it's question in before we wrap up here. And thank you guys for sending your questions. Just be more aware on the Discord and on the Patreon page. Also, um, whether you guys subscribe to the Patreon page or not, I, I post a lot of free content on there too. So. Definitely go and check that out, especially if you guys play fantasy football and uh, like to gamble. Um, all right. Smithsonian182. If the NFL would go global, do you think they would just add CFL teams or would they do an expansion draft like the NHL did with the Golden Knights in Vegas? So do you think if the NFL was to go global, first of all, do you think that would work? Global NFL? Yeah, like they put a team in Rome. No, I don't think it could work. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't. I think what they do in London is cool, um, but you can't have a team anywhere outside of New, uh, New York, outside of the states. Maybe, yeah. maybe a Canadian team because it works with the NBA and in hockey, but you can't. And also, I think thirty-two is a solid number. I don't think we should. Think if anything, we, we should move teams to different cities as opposed to yeah. expand. Like thirty-two is it's perfect, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Because most of the rest of the world is, like, diehard soccer. And then when it comes to, like, their rugby players, you know, they don't really, they look at a, they, oh, you guys use equipment, yada, yada, yada. They don't really. Well, if you look at if you look at social media, um, and I know that that's not the be-all, end-all, but in a way it kind of is, too. Like, the most followed athletes are soccer players and NBA players. Mm-hmm. And then there's exceptions. Like, Odell has close to 14 million followers. He has the most in the league, right? But, like. If Odell goes overseas, like, how many people really know who he is? Like, my aunt in Greece and my family, they know Brady as Giselle's husband. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's the number one, well, was the number one supermodel for, like, 15 years. You know, so you're not really... uh, A lot of people knew Reggie Bush because of the Kardashians. Right, yeah. They didn't know that he was fucking one of, like, the greatest college running back of all time. But, well, you know, that, that, that goes to the old thing where it's like... You know, and and here's part of the reason why Odell is one of the famous. Cause he's one of the New most York, famous he made that catch in New York. Well, that was, that was a big reason why. But um, you know, basketball players and soccer players, what's like the defining difference between them and football players? They their faces. Show. Yeah. yeah, you get to you see go. their face. Right. All right, and that's why Odell's the most famous because best believe if you, he's off. taking that helmet <laughs> off and you're gonna see his face, right? So like, there's no, there's not a surprise. His that hair he, helped too. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hair helped, you know, and then like the crazy catches, yeah. you know. Even if you're not a football fan, you see like, like holy smokes, he just caught that, like with you know two fingers. It's insane. So, I but, also want to tie this question in because I just realized that if there was a league expansion of two teams in the NFL, where would it be the most fun to place the new two teams? It is from G Martini. So like, if they were to go to 34 teams, like, and we could end with this. What what other two cities would you want to see have a football team? So, you know, th- I, I will tie that in with the other question, like you said, and I, I think it could be fun to see a uh, a Toronto team. 
Okay. And, and you like, ever been to Toronto? No, I haven't. Beautiful city. Yeah, I, I, I that's love what everybody Toronto, says. Man. Yeah, good time. And uh, I think a Mexico City team would be pretty cool too, because then we're you know international. Well, they actually, there's, <laughs> there's gonna be um, yeah. fuck. There's a big, there's a big uh, Monday Night Football game this year in Mexico again. They they've had one every year yeah. for the most part. I think I think it's Chargers Chiefs. I want to say it's gonna be a okay. big game. Yeah. Well. Wasn't it supposed to be that was supposed to be the Monday night football game? Um, That's right. Yeah. And remember oh, there was like shit. Yeah. It was like, the, like it was a whole Rams. thing. Yeah, it was mm. a whole story behind it. And then there was the fires happening in LA and it was just like insane. So that, that game fuck. was supposed to happen. Yeah, too. dude, that's so good that it happened in, in the States because like the field conditions were horrible there. We yeah. probably really would have never seen that shit. That's yeah. the best I mean, I even thought the defenses played well in that game too. It was like 40. I know. <laughs> I know. It was, was like 100 points like, scored. Yo, they had, Mahomes had five turnovers. Golf had a bunch True. of turnovers. Defensive True. touchdowns, too. It's like. Yeah. yeah. But it's just that those offenses are so, so crazy. Uh, all right. We can wrap it up here. Fellas, I appreciate you guys coming on. Also, once again, thank you for, for the weekend. That was really fun. Uh, yeah. The floor is yours. Sam, where can they find you if they want to contact you? Uh, yeah. Find me on, on Instagram uh, under uh, Pretty Enough, right? So it's uh, P-R-E-E, uh, P-R-E-T-T-Y dot enough is E-N-U-F-F. Uh, you can find me on there and then you just find me on like whatever, like Facebook and all that stuff under Sam Deutsch. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to uh, tag the fellas on the episode so it'll be easier for you guys to get in touch with them and Solo, where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at solodolo81. So that's S-O-L-O-D-O-L-O-81, the number 81. Is that any ties to Kid Cudi at all? Um, well, Kid Cudi inspired it, yeah, when yeah. It, when he first came out. And, Kid yeah, I actually back got the in vinyl back, back in high school. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> one that's on the And then 81 is my favorite number. So right. funny thing about the most thing real quick that it adds on to the thing, though, is that my, when I went to pick a number in high school, I was going to pick 88 because Marvin Harrison was my favorite receiver at the time. But 88 wasn't there because Chewy had taken it and never brought it back. Um, but uh, <laughs> Sounds Randy, about right. Yeah, Randy Moss switched over to the Patriots that year and he was wearing 81. So I, was, I saw 81. I'm like, all right, there we go. I'm taking 81. And that's how my number came to be. Fun fact. Do you know why I wear number 10? Is, Mo- it, is it not Eli? It's not Eli. Oh, okay. Most random player ever. Who? Vince Young. No way, really? Vince, Vince Young? Young at Texas Tennessee, was like my uh, favorite fucking uh, quarterback ever, bro. I can't lie. That like when he was at we Texas, were, it was we were pretty in high exciting. school for that when yeah. he got drafted, and that's like the first. I want to say 04-05 was my first. Like, all right, now I understand what football is, and yeah. I know who's on what teams, and I could comprehend it. Yeah, that sounds about right. You and know, what I, mean? I had the cleats. I had it all, man. Yeah. Love Vince Young. Yeah, oh, that's wild. Yeah, man, that's cool. A lot of people don't know that. They just assume Eli. Yeah, Eli, you know, yeah. Right? It's a and safe also, assumption. <laughs> and, and also, like uh, in soccer, number ten is like your best player yeah. usually, mm-hmm. especially when okay. they play for their countries. That's like the all right. You wear the number ten. It's like a you want to talk about a badge of honor. If you wear number ten for like Argentina and, and mm. Brazil and France, it's like all right, you're the guy. You have a you have the weight of the country on your shoulders too. Mm. Why is that? Why is why is ten? So it's just just historically all time. It's just like the best player wore ten. Now I don't know if like in the fifties and sixties that's what the coaches were saying. Like, all right, number ten, you're a guy. But it's like, you know how in football you have wide receivers where either ten to nineteen or eighty to eighty one. It's like, yeah. well, your center forward wears number nine. Yeah, your your playmaking attacking midfielder wears number ten. Gotcha. It's like Maradona. Gotcha. Uh, uh, Pelé, um, Zidane, all these like legendary soccer players, they all wore 10. So Messi, it's like, right? That's like the number. What's up? Messi, Messi wears 10. Yeah. Neymar now. And especially when you're playing for some of these countries where it's like, all right, this shit is 
yeah. legit, legit, if I'm wearing 10. Yeah. So between the soccer thing and more so uh, Vince Young, not Eli Manning, <laughs> wow. I wear 10. Wild. Uh, you can find me at The Lamb Show, all social media outlets, at Veterans Minimum on social media as well. And uh, we will catch you guys on the Thursday pod. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.